Good morning, it is Danger Dan here in the talk shop. I sat down with Hawk and Gaden to Vintage Technologies a couple weekends ago during the Southern Throwdown at the Yellow Rose Canyon. It was pretty sick. We were on a balcony at the Blues House where they were staying, overlooking the stage in the dirt track. It was fucking beautiful. Thank you guys for sitting down with me. Sitting down with me. And thank you. Dude, I want to thank you. Everybody in Texas wants to thank you for bringing those badass choppers down. For real. I know coming from Montana's a haul. Chuck, Gaden, Hawk, you and all the ladies. It was great having you guys in Texas. And I hope that you know that. And I hope that you come back. I look forward to you coming back. I look forward to going back to Montana. So... Thank you, fellas. Let's get into it. All right, all right, that was extermination day with thou shalt not have, uh, thou shalt not hassle. Thank you, Zach. Heavy clothing, check out heavy clothing at heavy.bigcartel.com. Got a few dates, uh, October 16th, Rat Rodtober, Tufts Brewery in McKinney, Texas, and then November 11th is Fuel Cleveland in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, dude, it seems like there's something else. November 11th. Is that right? November 11th? I don't think it is. November 11th. No, no, no. I've been saying this for a minute. How is nobody correcting me? Because I don't think it's November 11th. <clears throat> Fuel Cleveland. It's November 6th. Damn, fuck that one up, huh? November 6th in Cleveland, Ohio. I guess the lowbrow fellas aren't listening to the podcast anymore. God damn. Uh, November 6th. Cleveland, Ohio. I may go. I may see if I can't wiggle my way up there. The next weekend is November 13th, and it will be just kickers. At Yellow Rose Canyon. Now, Just Kickers has been brought up on this podcast numerous times. Numerous times. Uh, And they're bringing it back. So, that's pretty sick. I'm going to try and get Kirk Sharp on the podcast before that happens and talk about the old ones and how it got started and where it's going. Till then, make sure that you are got your fucking shit together so you can be out at the Yellow Rose Canyon. You're not going to want to miss it. Trust me. This show is brought to you by mcshoptees.com, your T-shirt of the month club, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. That's right. It's like a magazine subscription, but you get a T-shirt every month. That's right. In each T-shirt or each month, I feature a different motorcycle shop from around the country. And each shirt comes with a postcard that tells you about the shop, where they're located, and what they specialize in. Now, because I've got 
all you guys subscribing. We're gonna start doing <clears throat> more for the shops. I'm gonna start doing a, a a blog on the MC Shop Tees page that has pictures of the shop. I got a friend that's gonna help me write some stuff up to tell you even more about the shop. We're gonna present them with a package. That's right. Lobra has donated gift cards and shit that we're going to give to every shop as a way to say thank you for being badass and keeping everybody in the win because we really do want to support every local motorcycle shop. Go to mcshoptees.com to sign up now. The holidays are coming up. You can buy three, six, and 12-month gift packages, or you can just sign your buddy up, and it'll zap you every, every month or your kid or your dad or your uncle or whatever. Whoever you want to sign up, you can buy it as a gift We've got men's, women's, and kids' sizes, so go check it out now. This month's featured shop is Dirty's Chop Shop out of Dayton, Ohio. That's right. I had Dirty Dick Nick on the show earlier this year. He told us all about his shop. He's got a rad thing going, and, dude, the shirt is fucking sick. Nick out of Birmingham designed it, and he has killed every shirt he's done, and it's and he definitely killed this one. I cannot wait to get mine. And I hope that you were signed up because if you weren't signed up by the first, you're not getting a motherfucking shirt this month. Um, but that's all right because you can still sign up and get next month's shirt. And I will be releasing uh, who next month's shirt is going to be for next week. I'll tell you what shop it is and uh, possibly the artist as well. So... Go check it out, mcshoptees.com. While you're typing in URLs, type in dangerdancetalkshop.com. There is a Patreon support tab where you can support this show. Keep me on the road recording podcasts. And you're going to have a chance at winning some badass shit, dude. I give away a $100 gift card to Lowbrow Customs every single month. Trust me, you will love spending $100 at Lowbrow. You won't even be able to stop there. You're going to spend more than that as soon as you're digging through their site. I just ordered me and Carlos this sick-ass aluminum fairing for the race bike. Dude, it's so fucking tough. I cannot wait to get that motherfucker mounted. I'm telling you, this Ironhead Carlos built is fucking sick, and I cannot wait to destroy the, tr I mean, destroy the track. Not the bike. Destroy the track at the Mint Race. Fuck, it's going to be sick. But go to lowbrowcustoms.com. Check them out, dude. Huge supporters of the show. Can't thank them enough. I also got a shovelhead motor built by Boston Billy and Jason down at B&B Racing out of Metairie, Louisiana. Fresh shovelhead. Somebody's going to win that motherfucker at the end of the year. Every $5 you donate through Patreon, get your name in the hat, dude. On top of that, I've got a, a Frisco-mounted Sportster tank from Lowbrow Customs that Chemical Candy Customs will be putting his infamous flames on. Dude, I try and get Scott to paint. I mean, Scott, fuck. I try and get Randy to paint everything I own because he just kills it. He fucking kills it. Can't wait to come see you again November 13th, Scott, at the Yellow Rose Canyon. All right, well, um, dude, I got a lot going on, a lot to talk about. Well, we're going to get into this podcast right now with Hawk and Gaten. Here you go, from the Blues House at Yellow Rose Canyon.
it was for a little while. <laughs> it was till this podcast comes out. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, fellas. Well, welcome to Texas. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us. You guys got a sweet spot. The front row, baby. Yellow Rose Canyon, dude. This is this is gonna fucking go off. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Like, I mean, the potential to grow here. Fucking track over there. Look at the sun just beaming down on our racetrack. We have to go get it wet again. Well, We're gonna ride the choppers on it later. Those fucking clean bikes y'all brought. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> we, we, we brought baby wipes. I was just gonna say, did you bring a big baby wipe? Big baby wipe. What do you guys got here? Is that like clay or sand? Or Dude, it's combo. I don't know, but it felt really good yesterday. It's like it's definitely a little sandy, but it it feels like it's gonna hard pack nice once they get those bikes out there. Nice. They still got some work to do. It's a little wavy, a little little loose. But should be perfect on the choppers. What uh, kind of structure do they got? Like little bikes, big bikes, classes? Is there, so is there somebody like a promoter putting some stuff? Yeah, on? so Extreme Flat Track. He does a series. He does, fuck, all over the country, really, all the way up to Sturgis and back here. He does a handful of races. So they'll have, I mean, the last race he did, it was like a weekend that they didn't have AFT races, so there was a bunch of pros out. There'll be some fucking, some fast bikes. And a short little track like that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. You know, they got a pretty decent uh, bank built on it. I mean, the I know, dude. It's not right flat completely, dude. <laughs> you don't it's want to hug the inside rad. too much. You're going to whack your bean on that freaking, on the infield there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who comes out. And, uh, I mean, hopefully he'll do a chopper class. If he does that, then. We know where we'll, we know where to find you. <laughs> you know, and maybe not like a <laughs> class. Maybe he'll just do like a chopper exhibition. Like that way you don't have to stand out there all day long waiting on your fucking heat races. You know, just like <laughs> line them fucking choppers up and go. <laughs> yeah, you get a guy out there with something nice enough to build the seeds to go beat on his shit, and then he's got to wait through a another heat and then a qualifier. <laughs> yeah, do it that's, all day. <laughs> that's what like it's hard to race at the races that are at events because. You know, when you're racing, there's a lot of standing around, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. hanging out at the pits, and which is fun when you're doing just that. But when you got that going on and then there's a fucking chopper show going on over here, that's, you know. Missing pieces and parts. Yeah, you're missing pieces. So how was the drive down? It's good. good. Long and windy. Was it? Did you hit any weather? No, not really. A little bit of rain uh, outside of Wichita Falls. We normally marathon, like, I'll drive all day and he'll fucking drive all night, and then uh, we get places pretty fast, but this trip was more of a, I guess, sightseeing for me, anyway. He drove the whole damn way, so. Nice. Me and Chuck sat and took in the countryside. And How was Lichter's place? It was good. It was good, man. It, I, uh, he's, he's such a, an energetic dude, man. Like, so when you get there, he's like, he wants to catch up from the last, like, three months, you know, yeah. and then. And work, and we're like, you know, in the throes of being on the road, and he knows, and his, his poor son, Sean, like, he's over there, you know, Michael, hurry, hurry up, Michael, 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 get to work, they gotta get on the road, Michael, Michael, and he's like, Wanting show you this, want to bullshit, which is good, you know, I mean, I always enjoy his company, but it's like, okay, we pulled in there, and the wife's like, oh, you guys, so you guys are spending all day in Boulder, then, and like, well, we've given ourselves the entire day, <laughs> I mean, let's see, when we actually get out of here is another story, but... No, it was it was good. That motherfucker don't slow down, does he? No, he's he's all over the place, man. And he'll go all fucking night too, like. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've been in some questionable areas. Have you been to his house before? Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> shot the red bike there a couple years back. Yeah, we did a, the photo shoot on the blue bike down in uh, Long Beach. He wanted some shipyard, some like brick shipyard building or something, and so we went down there and they kept kicking us out everywhere. And, nope, 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 no access, get out of here, private property. So we loaded that bike fucking up and in and out of the trailer like two or three times. Oh my god! And then finally finds the front of this liquor store in just seedy ghettoville, you know. And uh, <laughs> like I got this fucking 12-foot chopper on the, on the fucking sidewalk. Weirdos fucking with switchblades bumming cigarettes off me and it's Tweaker Central, you know, and I'm like, man, this is... Dude, I don't think I've seen that shoot. And we spent like fucking six fucking hours out there. No, it was, <laughs> it was fucking rowdy, man. My old lady was fucking hot. Uh, that shoot's coming out in the new Easy Rider, that first issue with the new classic oh, the, Easy Rider. Okay. Version. So that was a recent one? It's coming out in November. The December but I mean shoot. that shoot. Oh, uh, no, that was right after Born Free 11. Yeah, so that was a while back, though. Yeah, but it, and fucking everything went dead, and Prince almost dead, and thank God for the few magazines that are still doing it, you know? Yeah. That's so weird. I, I mean, that's shit I grew up on. I mean, social media is rad and shit, but paper copies of an actual fucking chopper rag, you know? Yeah. Pretty hard to just leave Instagram open on the back of your toilet for guests, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> What yeah. you do, pretty much. I, uh, <laughs> so I'm writing an article for Choppers now called The Road Provides. And you guys, I actually talk about you guys. That, that, uh, that, uh, I did, the next one coming out is on the Lolo Run. Oh, nice. Now trying to cram everything that happened in the Lolo Run into like... <laughs> now, he's, page, yeah. now, well, no, he's giving me six fucking pages. Like five pages, hmm. you know, to put... But there's a bunch of rad photos, you know, like how small are these words going to be? So I wrote the article, I think, three times. The first two, I didn't even finish. Like I get like, you know, a thousand words in and I'm on to the second day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I got to like. Two, three. So I had to like, you know, redevelop how I was going to tell that story. So it ended up being a more like a summary. Like we fixed all this kinds of shit. You know, from parking lots to fucking vintage technologies, you know? Everything from parking lot shops to just the nicest shops, you know? Right. So. How long is that? Uh, what, six days, seven days you guys are on that? Six days. Yeah, six days. And we're like the fifth day, aren't we? When you guys see us? Fourth no. or fifth? No, you guys were early on. We oh, saw right. you guys the second night. Yeah, we're So like we leave out of Boise. Stop in Coeur d'Alene, not Coeur d'Alene, stop in like Chalice or Gibsonville, Gibbonsville, mm -hmm. Gibbonsville. and then we, we and the next stop was Flathead Lake. Well, Luke likes to try and take and give a whole <coughs> fucking day <coughs> in the middle of all of it, <coughs> so that's, which is cool. The first time uh, he hit me up for some repairs and shit, I was still the garage, I was still in the shop at the garage at the house. And uh, he had a bunch of the Australian guys with him and shit. And so, and I didn't know a single fucking one of those dudes. And shot him my address. So my sleepy little neighborhood that I live in just fucking packed the yard with freaking panheads and knuckleheads and shit. So I'm like, yeah, this is, this is the <laughs> shit. Like, I, I can hang out with these guys one way or another. And you had two lifts in the garage and they were fixing this, that, and the other. Luke was doing a brake job, I think, if I remember it right. And, uh, 
shit, wrecked metals was sitting there just fucking welding away on everything. Like, I need this tab, I need this piece, and, and you know, he was just sitting over there running the freaking TIG welder. Yeah, All the guys would come up to him with the part off their scooter from the yard, and he'd <laughs> weld it and then back to their scooter. And, While he was trying to fix his sissy bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that was, the, like, the first time we ever hung out with those guys, and then the second year, uh, a shit Grossman and Kenra with him and everything, and and they came over to the house again, and we had, a, you know, a much funner time because you, you're kind of used to the guys now, you know. And you can open your space up a little bit more. And then this last year when you guys all came, it was, you know, we had the new shop. So yeah, a, a little lot, bit different situation. Yeah, a lot more space. We got couches and waiting rooms and TVs and shit to look at. I mean, the guy can spend all day wandering around in there just wandering around. Yeah. You know? So it was, it was pretty fun to host all that. I'm, I just keep uh, regretting that I'm not on the whole ride because we ride with you guys past Troy and we shoot some machine guns in the hill and then you guys go your way and we go ours, you know. So it's like, man, this we could have been a couple days earlier on this and it could have been a couple of days after that. Like, so I'm planning on doing it next next year for sure. Nice. You think you'll go again? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, <laughs> man. That's I got some time. It's a pretty good haul, man. I you mean, it's it? not that much distance, but like when you're on old shit, you know. I oh, mean, yeah. Everything's twice as far. And yeah, I don't know. It's well, there's a lot to see. There's a lot to stop and see, you know. like That's how I've been trying to travel here lately is not just jamming all fucking day, passing everything, you know, yeah. like taking yeah. time to stop and like smell the fucking roses, if mm. you will, you know. Sometimes it's... I was stoked you guys were able to get up into the park. The first, uh, I guess it was the second year they got there. Luke's been trying to get on the go into the Sun Road with the whole crew, I think, ever since he started this. It's just a this. little early, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just I mean, how long is that road open? Oh, geez, it opened a week after you guys got there, and then it'll close. Uh, so we were that close. Yeah. We were that The next weekend close. it fucking opened up. Yeah, damn. And, uh, yeah, it'll close down, shit. Uh, beginning of December or something like that. Yeah. Once it starts getting enough snow. What? There, so I hit another it. road. I came back through Montana after Sturgis. Was it uh, Beartooth? Is Beartooth Pass in Montana? Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! That's yeah. a fucking wild road. Yeah. Right? You peg. guys been on peg it? Peg to peg, baby. Yeah, man. Dude. That's a windy little some bitch. So I took the road Hell's Ridge. Was it? Yeah, I think they called it. Yeah, Hell's Ridge or something. It's a fucking rock road that goes up. So Beartooth climbs up this way, and then there's this fucking dirt ridge that climbs up over here, and then you can look back and see all of Beartooth. Yeah, right. Oh, dude, it is fucking cool, man. Yeah, they have a pretty big rally up there, too. It's like the week before Sturgis, so everybody yeah. gets fucking mashing over. Really? We'll stop and fucking get in on that event. and then. What are they doing at Red Lodge? Yep, yep, yep. There's that uh, Bone Daddy cycles or some shit down there that's a, red lodge is a cool fucking little spot man yeah it's like the bear tooth rally at red lodge is what it's called i was there. gonna camp and then i started talking to people they're like dude the bears just fucking break into tents around here <laughs> oh yeah it's like, like a burrito skin man dude, there was like uh signs that say you know you can't camp without having hard cases for your bag right and then there were signs that were like no camping in tents. And then you get the signs where it's like, no fucking camping at all. Like, get the <laughs> oh hell out of here. <laughs> the critters are hungry. You know so, what camping with hippies is like? What's that? It's fucking intense. <laughs> 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 
Oh, man. Oh, you got jokes, huh? You got fucking jokes. You know who's got jokes is that uh, Slim, Slim's Fab. Yeah? <laughs> and that freaking guy will call each other every couple of days, you know, and pipe off some one-liner and giggle and hang up. <laughs> How did that fucking trike end up, dude? That thing is so insane. <coughs> yeah? Oh, man, there's a... Yeah, it's just a cackle of a fucking open pipe two-stroke, you know what I mean? Just... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was trying to crank start it and then he was kick, kicking on it and he had some design changes in it because he, he had never incorporated like a kicker on it so we built this electric fucking jack like we got for the gold bike jack starter well he rigged it all up on the jack shaft all that chain mechanism and he's like yeah I just have to jack the back end of the trike up and then I can start the thing you know but all the chains and the axle and everything's live on it and we're like well, fuck, it's three-wheel drive. Like, how the fuck's this going to take off? He's like, well, no, there's a, a coupler, a disconnect coupler down here, and you do this and do that, and then the front end's disconnected. I mean, that dude's brain, I think, works in the same way as that bike. There's just fucking <laughs> shit, going in, shit going in a thousand directions, doing a thousand different things, man, and it was just fucking cool as hell. And, and uh, yeah, once he got it fired up, it was like, you get his hair on your neck, stands up. You can just say, I mean, it's an H2 fucking Kawasaki. Yeah. Those things were freaking demonic and a bone stock one was demonic, you know? Yeah. So, pretty rowdy to see one all freaking nasty. You seen though. Eric's uh, F&A? That truck. digger one he did? Yeah, yeah, the little black one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that thing's I mean, fucking Same evil. thing, dude. What's that thing's fucking fired up, <laughs> Sounds so mean. We saw that Born Free 8 parked underneath the Glam Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> the front end of it. We're like, yeah, oh, this yeah. guy knows how to party. Yeah, yeah I liked dude. how you had Don Miller or Don Zilla sitting down there with that jack starter cranking, cranking, cranking. Oh, fuck. My battery's not hooked up. <laughs> Throw their display. Oh, on the track. Yeah, so finally, yeah, he turned a switch on and off at fucking went. Yeah, that thing was rowdy. He was going to go do an exhibition thing in Pomona. They do exhibition drag race shit down there. He was going to drag race the fucking Well, thing? exhibition, you know, he's going to yeah, go yeah, out yeah. on the strip and light it up and see. I bet that fucking thing all wheels turned in is probably a fierce hand, handful, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> Just those chains right there, like, fuck, dude. Yeah. He hit me up about the welding of the chains. He's like, so. Oh, yeah. The, talk to me about uh, how you're welding these chains and shit. Because like, he didn't have enough going on. I said, it takes a long time, dude, and all this shit. You're going to hand polish every link, you know? Like, and I don't know how fucking strong they are. I've never really put any of my chains against the fucking block and done a burnout with them or anything, you know? Yeah. And he's like, hmm, it's all quiet. Kind of the line. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. I'm like, you talking about welding all the fucking chains on your bike? I'm like, oh, well, fuck, you got fucking 10 miles of chain on that thing. I don't know. You got dude. <laughs> You got another summer's worth of work getting that done, and I, I don't know if it'll hold up or not. I, yeah. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I, I help you weld some chains, but not to mention the one whipping around your face. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The yeah, chains yeah, right there, right? <laughs> like from your crotch to your mouth. If one yeah. of those comes loose, dude. You're fucking in trouble, dude. Yeah. It's gonna wrap your arm up, fucking smack you in the face. He had some uh, pretty tasteful little guards built on it, you know. It, oh, did he? But I mean, there's still it's an H2 fucking triple, man. It, w it wouldn't care. No. <laughs> it wouldn't care God. if there's a guard or ten guards. Oh, they're getting after it on the track this morning. Oh, yeah. Water truck for life. Yeah, we might have missed our opportunity to fucking hit the track the way it is now. They're going to have to do some work today. 
So, well, when, so oh, go ahead. So when this was at the bomb factory, there was no racing. It was just oh, a no. venue. No, it's just in like town or something. Yeah, it's a cool venue downtown Deep Ellum. Uh, they had a parking lot where they would do the park van. The last couple of years they parked vans out there, so they had a van show outside, choppers inside. Last year we did a kickstart competition. It was fuck, or maybe I guess it was two years ago now. Fuck, because they didn't do it last year. Yeah, we had a kickstart competition. I won like five hundred bucks or some shit. So isn't just getting your bike started in the morning a competition enough, or <laughs> for some of these guys? Maybe for normal folks. We know you just. <laughs> we were watching you show off with your. I think you were eating some freaking candy bar or some shit. Where I was at a Happy's Inn and any like left leg. One kick, eating oh. your candy bar. <laughs> like, Me? Yeah. No. Fuck. Dan's scooter's running pretty good. <laughs> Dude, so my scooter. So, you know, I fucking threw it in there fresh, ran it without oil at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Rode Daytona, did the fucking <coughs> giant Mexico loop, you know, and then did, yeah, the Lolo run. Come back to Texas. And my, I don't know if you guys noticed, but my pulleys were fucking just worn out. Like, the, the clutch pulley was, like, literally just fucking... I mean, it was they were barely there. I, had, I couldn't get on it or it would slip the belt. <coughs> nice. I even replaced the belt sometime during that trip to put a bigger belt with bigger teeth on it so it would grab better. <laughs> so I get back and I replace the, the primary setup, and I got a one-and-a-half inch. I was running a two-inch, but I got a one-and-a-half inch on the shell. I throw it on. And that front pulley, my dumbass, I didn't look at nothing. The inside of that front pulley was all rusted, but I just fucking threw it on the shaft and cranked it on and and then went to fire it up, fired right the fuck up. But then the pulley was like all moving like it was bent or the shaft was bent. It just bent. didn't seat all the way on the shaft or what? Yeah, well, the, so, and then I started hearing a fucking case knock. I'm like, God damn it. I thought my impact like fucking smoked knocked, the barrier or something. Out or something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I just didn't ride it for a couple months. I took it. Finally, I got time to go down to New Orleans, take it to my guys at B and B, uh, and you know, the, oh, when I went to pull the pulley off in return, I could feel the shaft just moving back and forth. So <clears throat> I take it to them. We realized that the pulley was on crooked and it didn't load that Timken bearing, and the bearing walked out of the case. Oh, sure. uh, well, they just built. A f I thought he was ready to split the cases. Like he was like, "You're going home with your motor today, even if we gotta like." You know, split the cases, redo the yeah. whole fucking thing. And I'm like, okay. We start looking at it. He builds a fucking tool, resets that fucking bearing. We fire it right up and hadn't, I, you know, after not running it with oil, I was kind of hoping he was going to rebuild the whole fucking thing. <laughs> you sure you don't want to split the cases? Yeah. <laughs> They're amazingly, no, uh, amazingly resilient design, man. I mean, we go through a lot of fucking odd failures, like having a service shop, you know, you see... Yeah, you see dipshittery at its finest, you know what I mean? And there's like it's a simple thing like that, you know. I mean, the motor that's in the that brown bike I brought here, the guy that uh, taught me how to do motor work, this fella named C.W. Lentz, big old fucking eight foot son bitch, he died a number of years ago anyway, taught me how to fucking run through a Harley motor. But he had his old ways you know like set it up fucking loose by the $12 fucking pistons those the ones that last the longest and I mean he just he had his ways you know hand yeah. lap everything you know and so the 
I built that bike, but I had never built the motor. Old CW had built the motor for this guy. And so it's got to no compression, smoking like fucking hell, a bitch to start. And it's like, you know, I'm going to, this, this thing's been on the road for fucking 20 years. I'm going to go through the fucking top end on it. Pull the top end, there's some scoring in the cylinder, the valve guides are shot, everything's fucking loose and slutty, and all the valve guide seals are just laying in the fucking rocker box that have been for years, you know. It's Had like, seals right. on it, though. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not a fan of seals either, you know, but anyways, go, all right, we'll go through this, guides, valves, new jugs, painted the jugs to match the bike, getting all fucking fancy with it, you know, and I'm like, cool. I spray a bunch of brake cleaner in the case with, like, a, an oil sucker, and, like, kind of irrigate and just kind of clean the whole case out, you know. And I'm, I see this little piece of bearing sticking out of the side of the fucking rod between the rod and the flywheel. You know, where there's, you know, you got fucking 12 to 20 thousands clearance, clearance, you know. There. Like, you shouldn't be able to see anything in there. So it's like fucking three sixteenths of an inch, man. Clank, 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 clank. And nothing is scattered. Nothing is, it didn't knock. It didn't make, so there was no suspect of this problem, you know. So as yeah. I'm going through the top end, I just have a towel over the bottom end. I gave the rods a wiggle. I'm like, okay. And we're off to the races. Well, that motor's been running like that for fucking 20 years. So it's like, ah, oh, shit. Okay, so to the debate. It's amazing what those motors will run through. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, here's the fucking debate. Do I put a fresh, tight top end no, on this rod stack? No, that motherfucker like, apart, yeah. dude. But, you know, like uh, when we were on the Lolo run, and Luke lost a fucking, that one piston was just smeared, man. It looked like a two-stroke that got cold seized or something, you know? <laughs> and they filed the fucking ring lands open. Re- they put some 20 over rings, I think, in it and just fucking opened the gap and smashed everything in and he made the rest of the run, right? Yeah, great. great, <laughs> great <laughs> like great. a top, like, yeah. I could never put a slug like that down the barrel, man. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess when you're there, when you're, when you're there, you're there, you know. Yeah, well, people buy that, those old parts and they're all fucking tweaker welded and whatever. It's like, that. Ah, <coughs> it could have been drugs or it could have just been these motherfuckers on the side of the road yeah. using whatever it was the fuck they had to keep going down yeah. the road. Yeah, Gary Royal's case. Didn't that fucking thing break on you oh guys? Oh my gosh. That dude. thing was just, yeah. Hey, uh, it's for sale now. It's Gary. for sell that. Frank and case. Well, we told him he had to sell that sticker that was on his oil sack that said legalized meth and it's right next to that sea of fucking wells. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so, that's so priceless. Oh. <laughs> It's like awesome. the serial number was written in with aluminum fucking fill rod. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, there was some shit that happened on that run. It's an adventure, man. I'm stoked that all the Australian guys were pinched into not being able to travel. I don't know how uh, Maddie. I mean, I think that's how the spot opened up for me, though. So <coughs> sorry about y'all's luck, fellas. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't need a work visa. <laughs> I'm good. Did you yeah. get new brakes yet or just new boots on your bike? No. No. No, neither. <laughs> no, no. They're both overrated. Dude, they, uh, I mean, I could use some pads for sure. They're uh, they're pretty, they're thin. I think this freaking spot's going to work out pretty nice, man. Yeah. So when when we were there in June, you were pretty far along on your build, but you had, you still had a lot to do between then and when was, what, it was in August? End of August, yeah. Yeah, I had... Well, well, I mean, they canceled it or postponed it originally, and so that bought us a couple months. You know, and right during the whole beginning of it, I was like chasing the clock. I'm like, fuck, I, this one might not. This one well, might dude, not and that's like your prime season where you guys are at for doing service. I mean, that's when all the bikes are out and needing work. I mean, yeah. I bet you were swamped on every end. Yeah, it sucked. And so basically, I, I just cordoned off. I'm like, all right, well, we've got 
July to finish fab and like for like a, in like a week or two and get everything shipped to the chrome dude was like he's been waiting two years the polish guy <laughs> been waiting two fucking years like i've been just keep moving the schedule you know so i had these guys still scheduled tentatively you know but of course when you when you only giving yourself I mean, we spent a lot of extra money in overnight freight and on shit did front ends and cases of fucking chrome to the chromers and just boxes and pallets of shit and as soon as that's all gone then it's like lay the bondo in, get the fucking paint work done, and then right as the paint's like, as the clear's going down, boxes are starting to show up, so. I mean, anybody that's built in a crunch has freaking dealt with it, but it's like, man, I'm usually way ahead of the game, and I kept telling myself, like, fuck, if I was, if I was this far along, two months before the show at any point, I'd feel like I was smooth sailing, right? I don't know why. I think it was because of the, the pulse at the new shop is just, Phone call, phone call, phone call, person, 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 person. And everybody's walking through the door. And I mean, it's a free for all type it's a of sweet shit. Sweet spot. Well, especially that time of year, dude. The riding up there is great. Uh, I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, that's, we got 90 days at hay up there. So, <clears throat> so yeah, to try to do normally during a born and freeze normal schedule, you're doing all this shit in the springtime. Mm-hmm. It's crickets, you know, nothing's fucking going on. You got more than enough time to, to do yeah. shit, you know. It's fucking cold up there at that point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's fucking chill, you know. So, it, getting it done, I mean, we. I was like, man, I might be finishing this fucking scooter in the fucking van on the way to SoCal. Like, I was sweating shit, man, and uh, it came together like a week ahead of the cards, and we had just got a new sprinter, and so, we, yeah, we had to get everything all set up and pack everything in. We built a little podium for it, and I mean, it. I have to pull a lot of the guys in the shop to come freaking finish it off. I mean... Most of it wouldn't happen without Gaiden fucking being right there and his attention to it too, you know. But our oh man, all the all the other guys running around the shop. It's like how many guys you got up there? Two, four, five, five of us in the shop. Uh, him and I, and then uh, with Jason Hammer, uh, got a guy that comes in three days a week, every two weeks, and he just does like Evo top ends and shit like that. Evo. Yeah. <laughs> Evo, Evo. <laughs> well, we get you get like three Evo freaking cylinder based gasket jobs. It's like, man, the fucking stop working on cool shit to do this for yeah. a minute. You, you guys know? got one of those lapping blocks? Yeah, yeah, we do. But uh, most of the time, it's just the case and the cylinder and valve rating compound. That's I mean, that's how I've done it for years. Oh, you just do it on the on the case. You make the piece to the piece, man. It's, yeah. See, I mean. We got a Bridgeport sitting there, but fuck, there's hours of work. You, you mind just, just setting it just up, just setting it up, yeah. yeah, to make one little shave. When even when I do shit like that, I still put the fucking valve grinding compound on the surface and let. I'm I'm, I'm vintage technologies like that, <laughs> old <laughs> old ways, man. And laughing, dude. Yeah, dude. Poor man's fucking head jobs and shit like that. It looks great. I don't even own a valve grind, uh, like a valve seat cutter and all that shit. It's all just done by hand. We. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, you got like a new way set up, right? Where you can cut a seat? No, no. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> if it's that bad, it goes to the bridge port. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, yeah. Most seats anymore, I mean, when I've seen a bunch of seat failures is when fucking they got rid of leaded fuel. That's when yeah. bronze Well, I mean, seat. when you put in a new guide, you know, you want to cut a new seat to that guide. Well, that's the grinding compound, we'll tell you. <laughs> How much work you gotta do? Drilling a piece of hose. Yeah, drilling a piece of hose. Yeah, that'll do it too. Yeah, we go through a lot more valve grinding compound than most shops probably, but 
It's done by hand that way. You know? Yeah. I can warranty a motor when I fucking have scratched every fucking piece of it, you know. It's, and they just seem to fucking work, you know. Uh, you know, it's like if I'm going to the track and I need all three of those fucking angles to be perfect for flow and match and fucking yeah. like yeah. that shit. That's another story, you know. Yeah. But, Fuck, you know, we do, we've been trying to gear up on a lot more tools to do total motor shit. We got like a sun and line hone, and it's got the big frickin' cutter head so that we can actually do, do 10, 20 thousandths overbore right there without having to bore shit, you know what yeah. I mean? You can just hone your fucking barrels, and I've got a surface grinder we've been making our own shims with. We like need a shim that's fucking 10 thousandths, you know? Oh, wow. So a surface grinder. So like a lot of these tools, we've like seen them in action. And it's not like you can go to the college and take a vintage Harley motor restoration course or something, you know? Yeah. Basically, you buy all the old fucking tools that these things were built out of mm -hmm. originally. And then learn as you go. Throw a really bad part in there and start fucking Dude, whacking Dude, I had away. to make a wedge yeah. shim the other day. I fucking launched about four washers across my shop trying to get that angle right. So finally, I just took it and beat it with a fucking hammer on one side. <laughs> That's all you need. At the end of the day, the hammer goes a long Dude, my front way. motor mounts to my, on my motor to my frame mount, it's like that, dude. Oh, nice. Like, fuck. <laughs> well, you know, that's a creature of opportunity type of stuff, you know? I mean, a lot of these guys that are Either you're either a fucking ace and have been doing it fucking a million years, and you got the handmade tools to make. Every, yeah. Like my guy in Louisiana, he's got a wall of just like jigs and rigs mm. that are all custom for you know whatever he's doing at the time. And there's guys that are just fucking getting into it. You know what I mean? They're mm -hmm. or just using what you got. They find a fucking panhead, they put it together in a garage, and they go and they start breaking it. I mean that's how most of us learned. Mm -hmm. Get a Harley and you go. Fucking earn it. You know I learned I mean? that I needed somebody like Billy. <laughs> to ride, I mean, you know, when I was just putting around town, it's one thing, but to 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 ride all day long, oh, yeah. high RPMs, and do it all summer, all season. Well, it was frustrating. Like, when I started doing it, I was like 16, man. And I assembled some milk crate shit. And I'm like, cool. Well, it, all the shit in this milk crate, somebody did my dad didn't just take a perfectly good running panhead and dismantle it for no reason. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there was shit worn out. There was shit broke. So, when you assemble all of the contents of these fucking milk crates into a bike, and it's like, cool, it starts, it runs, it smokes, it knocks, it's not fucking cool. And you go out and you start breaking shit. Then it's like, fuck, and mow 10 more lawns, get enough money to fucking buy a set of pistons, and then you gotta, yeah. Dude, then you gotta wash parts. Mowing 10 lawns in your neck of the woods, I mean, that's uh, yeah. like a whole season. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Well, then you you got to save up money somehow to get to the freaking the motor guy's place, and you're washing parts. And I started working on iron heads for him down there, just doing dumb shit because he had customers with iron heads back. I mean, this was the fucking early '90s, you know. And uh, going in and wash parts, hang parts, and so I got real versed on iron heads. And of course, all my buddies started buying iron heads, and they're out there busting their shit too. So as the progression, you know, thirty fucking years later, partnered. I mean, it's like. Wow, you think of if you're that into the game, build the tools, buy the tools, make the t that frustration for fucking years, man. It's like fuck panheads. I could have a fucking gold wing. <laughs> it's like I just cut all the shit off it, and just I'll never break down ever in life. You know. Uh, Here you meet the nicest people on Honda. <laughs> you do meet the nicest people. You guys are gonna get to see our race, Ironhead, this weekend. I think. I yeah. think Carlos is coming out to bike racing at the Mint. It's a fucking trip. I think I'm going to try and talk my motor guys. I think they're coming out from Louisiana. 
Oh, nice. I don't think they're bringing these swaps. I think they're just bringing dirt bikes. But I might send that motor with them to have them like tighten her up before the race. Because we were supposed to race it last year. Was it last year? Hey, Chuck. Yeah, fucking last. No, this we were supposed to race it this February. Well, fuck, the race didn't happen. So he's been riding the piss out of it in the sand and, you know. Okay. An iron head can only take so much fucking oh, yeah. juice like that. Any any motor, really, you know. Iron heads go fucking fast, man. They're a hard runner. You look at the fucking drag bikes in the 60s, those mm -hmm. poor little 900 Schwarzenegger motors are getting a fucking workout now, and they fucking rip. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think this bike's going to be just fine, but, you know, some tightening up wouldn't be a bad thing, you know. We've got a big 143-inch nitro shovel head. We're trying to find something to put it in. There you go. <laughs> there you go. This fucking Star Wars. Thing. Yeah, we're gonna put that in that Star Wars. You remember uh, Justin Anderson? He brought the boat. Yeah, down yeah. to the lake that day. Uh, we bought a, or he bought a little iron head, and before he got it to us, he had already tried flat tracking it at his house and rolled it, broke a whole bunch of shit. Then we got it on himself or the bike. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we ended up getting it and uh, he wanted a dirt bike so we freaking knobbied it all out made this cool little cafe kind of rear fender on it and shit yeah. it was all raw steel and yeah like uh, when we went into Glacier Park that canyon you go through to get there there's that hill mountain on the right and that's uh, Columbia Mountain okay. and he took that thing all the way up to the top of that ridge up oh, there shit. yeah he was bumming that around for a while that was a cool little bike where'd that go uh, some chick ended up with it. Oh, Tom Walls bought it, yeah, and then it went off to the East Coast or something. Then she called all pissed. She's like, this bike's all rusty. <laughs> well, it's just raw fucking metal, everything, and that's how we built it, you know? Yeah. And then the guy he sold it to, sold it to some gal, and she's like, I had it shipped here, and it's all fucking rusty. He's like, well, it's it's yeah. raw fucking steel, lady. I can't, did you what say kind of miracle did you want us to pull here? My bike, I'm surprised, has not rusted any more than it has. Like, I don't know. The Sportster? Yeah. I'm shocked. Once they get to a certain level, they just breathe the oil that the fucking yeah. motors are This has definitely got some of that going on. It's crazy. It's got some fucking valve noise. Only when I'm like, only when I'm using the clutch. It's a weird thing. Like, you know, like a, like the valves are trying to catch up or something. I don't know. I'll have to let you listen to it. On your Sportster? Yeah. The, the Evo one. But, you know, if I don't have the clutch, if, I, if I'm right, I mean... It, I don't know, it's weird. I thought like, Evo you know, Sportsters like, were supposed to be trouble free. Like, you know when you're <laughs> under a load, it starts making noise. But it's only when I'm under a load with the clutch pulled in. Well, you, I didn't inspect your basket, bearings in your basket. Shit, that's what I do anyway. Does it's it do pretty, it when you're wearing skinny jeans? <laughs> skinny oh, no, jeans. Don't have skinny jeans, dude. Hardtail it, man. Yeah. All the problems will go away. <laughs> oh, I was really thinking about doing that until I got it back from Cliff. You know, Cliff fucking... There ain't anything straight on that bike right now. Uh, but, dude, it's just, it's a rad fucking bike. I ain't doing nothing to it except for riding it. Those, Maybe build some jumps. Those bikes, uh, I built one for my father-in-law, 1200 Sportster, and jacked it all up, knobby tires and a nice high and tight pipe, and made, like, a off-road enduro-type scooter out of it and uh, put some of those all-state Dirtmans on it and shit and track bars and... He fucking rides the shit out of that thing, man. You run down the road 100 mile an hour, and you just turn off on some fucking logging road and go get lost in the fucking hills. I mean, they're not terrible at it and at it all. Don't, and it don't fucking matter, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still a 1,200 five-speed dirt bike. Yeah. It's like 
rowdy. I mean, you can take your CR500 and... They get hot, though. They get real fucking hot. Oh, yeah, hot. yeah. But, I mean, we've been looking for ones cheap enough to where we can build ourselves some dirt bikes because he's out there doing it all alone. You yeah, know? you got to get one. Yeah. Justin had built that one out of an iron head, and it was like... It was heavy as shit, man. He had a little square, like, LED headlight on it, and he tried to clip every fucking ounce he could off the thing and drilled holes through all his fucking chain covers. And fucking thing looked like a piece of Swiss cheese. Yeah, he just fucking got it on, and the thing was still just an ox. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, ooh, that's a lot of dirt bike. Yeah, if you, like, spill it or you have to, like, in some cases, you know, I mean, I grew up trials riding and shit, and so it, sometimes you, like, physically carry your bike up and down shit sometimes. So it's... Not, be, not an iron head. No, yeah. God, no. <laughs> no. So you did trials so, riding growing up? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, I had a 76 uh, TL125 Honda and then a 75 TL250. Did you compete at all? Or? No, man, I, I grew up on a 40-acre ranch, which is okay. hills and shit. So I had a pretty gnarly fucking track system, you know, that yeah. I I was the youngest of six kids, so by the time I got a hold of these bikes, they were... I had to learn how to fix them. Yeah. I had to fucking do all this shit. <laughs> I had to bust my own fucking path with that shit. But no, it's like a slow, technical. And when you watch those guys doing the, the shit anymore, you know, like modern day trials competitions. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, it's like, insane. Fuck, those man. bikes are fucking insane. Yeah, I did a little competing when I was younger. <clears throat> I think I learned more from doing spending, I don't know, probably a total of six or seven weekends with a friend who was good and had an extra bike. Right. I learned more riding that bike than it doing anything else I've ever done, <laughs> you know, as far as riding motorcycles. I've been trying to shop for, like, a more modern one so I can go out and uh, that Kenny Holt, our welder, this old 30-year welder guru, you know. I take him to my real problem shit that I can't get sorted. Anyways, he's got a little uh, gas gas. Yeah. And they're... Fucking little teeny controls and little teeny fucking everything. No seats. Yeah, no <laughs> seats. It's like... Yeah, that that looks fun as fuck. Dude, you know? they are. They so. fucking look goofy like you should be wearing skinny jeans. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are fun, man. You know? it. I used to make <clears throat> make fun of my buddy Kyle until I got to go ride with him and, like, see what those bikes... I mean, the bike will pretty much go up anything you're willing to point it at yeah. and hold yeah. the gas and stand on it, you know? Yeah, and there's this fast, like, transition, and then it's a stop and just lunging suspension and... You know, being judged on your feet down and execution each little challenge and shit. The ones that they do in these indoor arenas and shit. And he's, oh, the, the guy just jumps just around on his back shit, wheel the yeah. whole time or jumps around his front wheel. Just like, fuck, man. That's, I guess it's just a whole nother art. You know, the guys that are jumping 500 feet in the air and doing knickknacks and hat tricks and whatever the fuck they're doing. Knickknacks you know? and paddywhacks. <laughs> the tech of paddywhacks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, that's. That takes, I think, more balls and brains than the thing. Yeah, way more balls <laughs> and brains, dude. Have you met those guys? Every single fucking freestyle motocross dude I've ever met is like literally missing nuts and bolts yeah. in his head. Yeah. They don't make the best trials riders. No. <laughs> no, they're like bull riders. They're just like yeah. fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Are you guys gonna go to the Virginia City Roundup after this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn, I wish I was going with you guys. It's on the way. We've got like. Uh, Four fucking days to get from here to Nevada, so we're probably gonna hit the Grand Canyon, maybe the Four Corners. We don't even really have a real plan for on the way there, but no, they're Choppers, Mag, and Josh and Paco, and I mean, it's, it sounds like they're gonna. Uh, from what I gathered, they're wanting to satellite that show around yeah. to different places yeah. and shit. And we've been trying to. It's I should say trying, not a, not effectively trying, but we've been talking a lot about trying to get an event up where we're at, you know, up by Glacier Park. There's 
camping venues and shit like this going on too and find a place with a stage, invite a handful of builders so there's some quality hardware out there. People can ride to the park, people can ride to the canyon, and they can party, they can camp, they can fish, they can ride and the ride boat. They bull. Can, yeah, you could ride a fucking bull if you want. <laughs> 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 so I was talking to him about it a couple days ago. He's like, they only get 10, 10 people can ride the bulls, you know? At first he was acting like, you just show up, five, pay five bucks, you get to ride a bull, you know? <laughs> but obviously the bulls just can't handle like, sounds know, like 100 dudes <laughs> fucking out there. Bulls would just quit bucking. But, uh, yeah, I think he was, I was like, dude, you got to do like some other kind of competition, you know, like, you got 10 slots, everybody who wants to ride has got to compete at something else over here, and then the 10 winners get to ride the bull. Semifinalist. Yeah. yeah. Semifinalist. They got to milk the bull first. <laughs> they got to milk the bull. Yeah, I got to You figure out how to milk this bull, you can ride that <laughs> Oh, that's going to be a fun one, <coughs> dude. Yeah, we're stoked on it, man. That's neat because they're wanting to do something in different places, and I'd like to have them come up there. I talked with Carrie a whole bunch. He's, his old lady. I could see it right here somewhere, dude. Yeah. Set up the arena. Yeah. They're just getting around to different stuff, man. I've never been to a fucking bike show in Nevada, and we want to go hit fucking Denver's and bullshit with Mondo. And you go buy two-wheelers. Yeah, we, well, we almost needed... Uh, that's in Boulder. Yeah, we needed some. We just outside Boulder? of Denver. Oh, yeah. two wheelers. Arlen Fatland. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Gabe needed some pushrod clips for some unknown reason. Anyways, his uh, <laughs> lecturers like go down to Fatland, you know. Oh, you and Vine saw him? No, I was going to, but then the photo shoot went too long and we didn't make it. No way. But uh, JP, <laughs> no way. <laughs> JP had some clips for me that I borrowed. So when he gets here, I gotta give him some clips back. When mine get here, with the rest of the group. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. It, uh, so JP's coming. Yeah. He was there, man. He was. Did you guys stop by and see him in town? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you he's, did. He's got the limo all freaking tow hitch. <laughs> 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 He was, fin- he was finishing a paint job. Like, You've really spent time building that trailer hitch. You could have just taken apart your bike and thrown it inside yeah. the motherfucker. Right. Well, it, it sounded like he wants the cruising style. Yeah. So he was. I think I was talking to you, and you said that you were supposed to play some gig or something. You guys have like a band that you. Fuck yeah, we do. Because in a traveling band. Dude, like fucking, we're playing on that stage on oh. Sunday oh, during right. the show. Whoa, well, perfect. What's the name of your band? The Outbound Train. Oh, that's you guys? Yeah. Where the fuck am I at? I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and recently, uh, we've recruited JP to play harmonica with us. Oh, shit. Well, see, we, we're watching this, uh, the Ramonas at Born Free. And, it took, <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there in our booth trying to wrap our head around the lead singer. And at one point, uh, you know, we heard him talking and realized that we had Oliver on the stage and in drag. So that was a whole new experience. Yeah. yeah dude, he's been doing that for like fucking 20 years or so. Uh, yeah. Shit, dude. You learn something new about people every day, man. Uh, when I saw that they were playing Born Free, I was just like, no fucking way. I tried. They fucking killed it. Yeah, I was, was trying a, not was to go to Born Free. I, obviously, I didn't go, but I wasn't even worried about it until the week leading up to it. I was just kicking myself like, God <laughs> Damn it! We How was seeing Cliff's bike in person, huh? We were tr- we were trying to not go to Born Free either. But yeah, <laughs> didn't work out that way for us. Mm-hmm. 
It was a good turnout, though. I was yeah. pretty pretty surprised how many people fucking came. Really? It got, yeah. it got full. And it was August, so it's not like the normal June born free where it's... You mean it was hot? It got fucking temperature hot as fuck, yeah. And in our booth was like... Is, pretty, that, is that coming from Montana boys, or was it actually really hot? It was really hot. I, I dig the heat. I can, I, the more the merrier, you know. But I was freaking temperatured up, you know. And, and when you're sitting in your booth... The, not, the air isn't moving, you yeah. know, so it's like 20 fucking degrees hotter in there than it when you just walk right outside the booth. Even though you're standing in the sun, there was at least like oxygen movement, so that helped a lot. And then sun, Sunday wasn't so fun. Did they have bad. the skaters out there? The, the pipe? No, ripping? no. No half pipe. No, they year. had the wall of death going. That stayed busy pretty much yeah, the whole the fucking Ives weekend. Yeah, the brothers were there, huh? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Those guys are fucking great. No, it was, it was pretty rad. The, uh, Builder meeting and stuff. Normally, they have all they have all that up at the Stampede in uh, industry, but they couldn't get enough racers together to fucking justify doing that. And so they actually went back to like the when they first got that venue, they would have the little backstage over by where like uh, Justin and Meredith set up and stuff. That backstage, I think it's the dice stage or whatever they call it. They had uh, just the invited guys over there and a couple coolers of booze and water and. A, a taco truck pulled up, and that was a pretty fucking cool little party, and your stuff's already there. I mean, when you get down there, he's in the trailer, out of the trailer, yeah, load this, clean it to that the fucking, fucking racetrack. Back and fucking and forth, yeah, you know, so. No races this year, though. That's, yeah, that's it was nice right. that it was all self-contained like yeah, that. Yeah, central. Yeah, so we had a, had a pretty fucking good time, man. I, I broke my fucking bike on Saturday first fucking thing. The, the, I was running the... The fucking show bike? Yeah, yeah. And so it's, uh, I'm running the throttle just right off the carb under the seat, you know. Ram, 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 ram. Well, every time I'm doing that, it's loosening the throttle cable at the fucking housing on the bar because it doesn't really attach there, you know. And so as I'm doing that, it fucking pops out and like sticks the bike at like a third throttle or something. Well, four. 4,500 RPM fucking wind up With a blower? On, on the stage. What do you got? You got a blower on that yeah, thing? Yeah, 14 pounds of boost is fucking getting it on right at this point. And there's fucking 50 people standing around, you know? Just 50? Well, probably more. I don't know. But anyways. Because <laughs> I have to start it with the jack starter. So I start it and like look around and people are just hoarding up. And I'm yeah. like, fuck this. So I grab the starter and start walking off and halfway to the tent. I'm, just hear this bike and get killed. I'm like, I don't even want to go back over there. <laughs> like, you're doing burnouts on that thing or what? Well, instead of like correcting the throttle issue and letting the motor like consume some of that boost pressure, I, I spazzed and just fucking killed the mech. <clears throat> just killed it. Well, piston stop, valve stop. There's still 14 pounds of pressurized. Yeah, so the whole weld in the charge tube, just like an egg, just. <laughs> and I had been harassing Christian Newman for two fucking years. I'm like, oh, I don't know how many turbos you need. I don't know how many valves you think you need. Let's, we're going to race. We're going to do all this shit. I'm all hot cocking, freaking. I got 98 inches of shovel head of the blower, man. What the fuck are we going to have? You know, me and Christian get along great, but it is this harassing between the two. He's like, I don't know if I want to race. We're, we're, I'm not building a race bike. I'm like, oh, shit. Let's, we're dragging it out, man. That and, would be fucking awesome. And then, of course, I blow it up. Yeah. And so I walk him back now over to the pan. He's like, you know, I, I reconsidered that race. I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, you asshole. <laughs>
I'd have been like, get me some duct tape. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do, do this. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I broke my toy like fucking 10 minutes into the first day on Saturday. The first fire up. On they the didn't knock you off any points for that at all, did they? No, I mean, well, I made a show done. of it. I made a show of it in the meantime, you know. <laughs> at least you did it in well, front of everybody. Well, the good thing was they had already voted. Oh, that was after the voting? <laughs> that was for the builder voting, yeah. They knocked me down a peg or two. Pulled no. third. I pulled third that day. That <laughs> I was broken also, so it didn't really matter. But the, the benefit is that I've got Christian actually going to see it. He just bought a new CNC machine. I'm going to have him CNC me a fucking charge tube that's like... Oh, yeah. So you're going to have to rely on your welds? Yeah, I don't have to rely on <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can blame it on him if it breaks again. You might sabotage you, dude. Uh, yeah, like, well, yeah, he put might. Put this but, on and let's race. But we've got to both ride into Japan, so it's like, well, I'll help you push yours if you help me push dude, mine. Dude, it's pretty rad to see both <laughs> you guys go. I mean, I met both you guys over the phone, like, what was it? Four or five years ago, yeah. we did the People's Champ podcast. Five. People's Champ Five is what that one. Yeah. Was yeah. it? And now you guys are both fucking going to Japan. Yeah, he's uh, man, that motorcycle. He's, I don't know. I get all stuttery when it talks about Newman. I mean, he's just his brain's going a million fucking miles an hour, you know. And he takes a solid block of stuff and turns it into fucking crazy stuff you know i mean I he's got it good because he starts from scratch he makes things from literally just a block of steel you know i've got to take harley's fucking engineering and unwind it <laughs> cut it in half make it smaller lighter leaner try to fucking get it all back together it's well he's yeah he's got fucking tim up there too with machines and yeah helped him do those heads i remember well, tim sent me a picture of those fucking heads like i think when they were yeah, right out of the cast. Because I think Newman casted them. Yeah. And then Tim helped machine them. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking work on that bike, man. Like, if you crawl around that thing with any kind of, like, interest in gears and widgets and pulleys and tubes and assemblies and mechanisms, I mean, it's... You could spend all day oodling on that fucking thing, you know? Yeah, it's got a lot of lines. You just start looking at one and you're... Where falling that into yeah, something else and then that into something else. It's busy and it's beautiful. I mean, it's polished fucking stainless. You can't go wrong. Like, he hates using aluminum. It's like, he just, it just scratches too easy. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, stainless is a fucking cunt to work with. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, every time I got to make something out of stainless, it's last minute and I won't be able to get it to a fucking chromer. So I'm just going to have to build it out of stainless and we'll polish it right here, you know, and, that's one of the, those are the most time-consuming parts that we have to make, you know? It's like, fuck, we can, but we really avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, uh, that's his niche, man. I mean, it's, you don't, you don't get up in the morning and fucking out-build Christian Newman. It's, you better have your game on, you know what I mean? So how did that work? They picked both of you guys? Was this like, since they didn't take anybody last year, they just took two people, or they were just like, fuck, we just want both y'all's bikes? Well, it must have been how it goes. I mean, your first place invited builders of automatic trip to Japan, and then your best in shows an automatic trip to Japan. And then they'll run around, and Shige and Makoto will pick, you know, half a dozen other scooters. Oh, okay. To, to make the show pump. So was weird this year because they're not even having this show this December. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, everybody that won this year doesn't get to go till next year. And I think what they've got going on is Born Free's next year's schedule is going to have the June event and then this here. So I think rather than going around and selecting fill-ins, they have to kind of like... 
space it out. Space it out a little bit because they've got a handful of other events that they need to, these prizes. You know, I mean, shipping these bikes and shipping these cars and all the shit that they do to Moon Eyes, I mean, logistically, it's probably freaking a disaster, you know, but they've got a system. They've been doing it 30 fucking years. Mm -hmm. man. They know what they're doing. But. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, I think they're, the, you know, Mike and Grant are going to come out after this event. And they're right. going to figure out a time for yeah. when next year they're going to do the board for a year. I'm, I'm bummed kind of because when we went down our first year to Born Free 8, we took a couple of the bikes that we'd, like the type of bikes we build and ride mm -hmm. in northern Montana. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're tractors with, some of them are shiny, some of them aren't. Anyway, we're like vintage, the biggest vintage chopper show in the world, let's go. And so we bought grass passes online and did the whole fucking thing, loaded shit up in the trailer, made the trek, camped at that camp born free. It was a big rowdy party and met dudes and did stuff, but it was like... Uh, we were outclassed immediately. I mean, we weren't, we weren't even out of the trailer yet. Yeah. And, and we're looking at these Southern California chopper scene, man. It's like, fuck. And it uh, changed the whole fucking game from there on out. I guess I don't know where I was headed with this, but the Southern Californians, you're not going to have a whole bunch of Southern Californians open up their garage door and ride their fucking cool knucklehead for 20 minutes through the traffic to get to Born Free. If it's out here, you got to talk to some guy that probably doesn't even own a trailer into loading his shit in a trailer and trailering. It'll be interesting. Uh, you're you know, right. It's going to be a different. I think it's going to be a different dynamic of. But I think there's gonna there's a lot of people throughout the rest of the country that there, don't want to go fuck with the California bullshit. There is. You're going to see will ride down, trailer down. I mean, there's there's going to be. You're going to see a different breed of bike. Yeah. The Southern Californian bikes are just. It's its own little planet, you know what I mean? They don't cross their county line. They don't even leave their beach. You, know? <laughs> yeah, like, you get some crazy fucking 50-year-old fucking, you know, shit going on. I mean, it's all out here in the Midwest and all that shit, too. I mean, every show I go to, you just see a different pulse of or the style. I mean, it's... Well, I think there's a lot of people that maybe went to the early board freeze that didn't go back, you know? They crossed the country one time. They're like, all right, you know, that's good. Having it here in Texas is going to bring those guys back out, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's a reason Sturgis has worked so well. It's because it's fucking centrally located, it's in the you middle know? of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, I mean, the riding around here, we're going to do that after this. I'm going to take you on some of the road. Dude, it's fucking beautiful. Perfect. They're, the roads out here are fucking nice. Two lanes, windy, there's not, I mean, it's... It's like fresh it's asphalt. It's not yeah. even gray yet. It's still black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It already, the road provides. I mean, our Star Wars car from the dumpster, <laughs> and you know what? We get 20 miles from here, and there's a fucking... I mean, that could be a cool hood ornament. Yeah, man. You know? <laughs> you, got, you got to explain it, though. This is like uh, Star Wars episode, what, four, A New Hope, the freaking sand I car. I have no fucking clue, dude. Yeah, buddy. This is, I mean, is that what Luke Boba Skywalker and Obi-Wan <laughs> cruise that with the droids, man. These are not the droids you're looking for. That's oh, the that's, that's what they were in? <laughs> Laying next to a fucking dumpster for free. <laughs> we made room in the trailer. What was funny is my kids riding it down this hill yesterday and then <laughs> coming back with the trash can. 
They dump all the trash out of it, take it to another trash can, come up to the top and just jump inside the trash can and start did, rolling down the hill. Did the missus it. jump your ass for had the kids stinking like... She was already laying down. Oh, so perfect. I was like, hey, get in the tent, guys. Hurry up, hurry up. Get in the tent. She's already asleep. <laughs> Here's some deodorant. We can wash that up real quick. Oh, we don't have deodorant. <laughs> we don't have deodorant. <laughs> it helps for washing off beer cans. Yeah. Really. yeah. No, I'm excited for the Born Free here, too. I want to see some of that East Coast shit kind of meet with that West Coast vibe, and I think it'll be a cool thing. It's going to be cool. I mean, this place is fucking sick, dude. I don't know. Did you guys go back over there? I mean, that yeah. field just keeps going. You can go down that tree line. You can go down this road. Yeah, Rhino took me on a fucking haul around here in his truck yesterday, and, like, uh, the camp fucking zone that's in the back, there's a fucking... I spotted a 30 killer spots, dude. There. Yeah, there's a whole other stage. What Scott was there's saying, they had, some, they had big nudist parties up in here at some point. So it was oh, all... my God. He show you the pictures? No, no, we didn't get oh that far. Tits are bouncing off their knees and shit. They're running around. They had a blowjob competition at that backstage. <laughs> so the place has got good spirit. <laughs> the bones are there. I think all those motherfuckers are going to show up this weekend. Oh, good. Yeah. Under the misconception yeah. of just another nudie weekend? Yeah. Uh, shit. Oh, yeah. They've tried to make it pretty blatant, like no nudity on the <laughs> no flyers. No nudity. But those motherfuckers are going to show up protesting, you know, with their fucking Trump <laughs> flags and fucking jacked up golf carts, dude. They'll probably start rolling in tonight or tomorrow. Saggy tits and Trump flags. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like uh, the cabin layout. I mean, you get... We're sitting in one... And it's pretty freaking choice. The big porched ones have the littler buildings. But, I mean, you, you, man, this is like baller central over here, man. It's like first and second fuckers right there staring right down at the stage. Dude, that two, the two-story ones over there? Yeah, yeah. We're, I was going to say something about, like, reserve now before you miss your spot, but we're we're already reserving one of them, I can tell you that. Yeah. One of the two on air ones? right now. On air right yeah. now. <laughs> Sean, you hear that? <laughs> Not available. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one. You can see the track pretty good. Yeah, that's... I mean... They're all bitching. They really yeah, are. there's not a bad spot. And a perfect hill for rolling trash can down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to escalate as the weekend goes on. <laughs> as soon as we put a metal skin on the bottom of the Star Wars car yeah, and head, it out, head down that slip and slide with the fucking... Tow rope, dude. Oh, the slip and slide with the fucking Star Wars machine? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby. It's, it's going to get fucking western. Yeah, we, so today we got to fucking beat down the trail system. Maybe make some new trails. All right. Fucking a. So, uh, last night you were talking about a parts line. Hmm. Yeah, we kind of started uh, with each one of the builds. You, you like make a piece that's you're like, yeah, this is cool. I just want to do it this way. And then you kind of start realizing as you make it that it's kind of straightforward and can be put into normal fucking application shit. I, I've got four or five of them. You know, the one I'm we're most stoked about is uh, the brake drum where I mean anybody with a mechanical or a hydraulic drum brake is locked into a 51 tooth at mm -hmm. minimum fucking sprocket so everybody's got to yank your primary fucking fuck with your transmission gearing 
long story short, it sucks, you know? I mean, the bikes only go so fucking fast. Yeah, you put a 25 tooth on that transmission, yeah. you got clearance is pretty tight between that you, clutch you, rod. Yeah, you gotta put a jock lid on the fucking thing to get highway gearing out of the thing, you yeah. know? And so anyways, the red knucklehead has, I, where I machined it all fucking down, and it's a, I took a normal sprocket, like a V-twin fucking chrome sprocket, and machined the whole land and everything, and then wound up cutting the fucking guts out of it, and so you wind up with a little 48-tooth fucking ringer. And it'll still fit on that drum. Well, it won't fit on the drum, you know, because the little land that's there for the rivet, you've got to put the drum in the fucking lathe and turn that fucking outer lip down to about halfway through the fucking rivet holes. And then, if you, I mean, if you get it machined snug enough, you, it'll snap in place, and then you just TIG weld both sides of it. And on the showbacks, naturally, you freaking sculpt all the weld out, you know, so it's all just like organic in one piece. But that, that's it. Then you've got a fucking brake drum. That's it. That's it. That's you got, no you got, biggie. You got, yeah, no man, biggie. Pick, pick your color. You yeah. want shiny, you want black, what the fuck. But then you've got shovel head gearing on a fucking knucklehead. Yeah. You got a knucklehead to run comfortably down the road at 75 mile an hour where it doesn't feel like it wants to jump out of the fucking frame. It still have the drum look. Right, yeah, it's the whole thing. I mean, no rivets, so it looks like it's all one piece. Well, it is at that point, yeah. but I mean, the downfall you've got to fucking return your brake drum, you've got to replace a sprocket, so on and so forth. I mean, I've been in the fucking service industry doing this shit for a number of years, and I think I've had to hang like two or three sprockets on an old drum where some guy just really wanted to keep onto that drum, yeah, and Paid the time and effort to cut the old rivets out, fucking redo everything, and just shoot a little fresh coat of paint on, you know, make it all, restore a fucking brake drum. That's like, Jesus Christ, they're spending 400 fucking dollars anyway to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Why don't you just put $500 and then you got a fucking 48 tooth? And you can highway cruise your fucking old shit, you know? And so you wear your fucking sprocket out 10 years down the road. What tough shit? Buy a fucking. I'll wear it out way sooner than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's because you're geared all wrong. <laughs> Dude, the sprocket I pulled off my transmission the other day. Oh my god, it was fucked. Uh, what about the cow pie top? I remember you were working on pie, that. The cow pie top was, you know, the concept with that was an inexpensive piece to make a cow pie cool, you know? Yeah. The inherent problem is where that fucking handle is on top of a cow pie, like on the blue bike. There's no way to run the clutch cable. The original design on that bike, I was going to just build a kicker cover where the clutch arm came out the bottom of the fucking transmission. Oh, wow. So all your arm and everything was up under the tranny. <coughs> Eventually, we wound up doing an automatic clutch in it. And so, so the cow jockey is a, is a really neat, simple fucking piece. But trying to actuate the clutch. So they make like a ball and ramp type cover that uses like a five-speed cable. Oh, yeah. They make hydraulic kit covers. So there's a number of different options that you would also have yeah, to get. It's not a one. So all of a sudden your three hundred dollar cow pie just turned into two thousand bucks worth of extra shit. So that mm -hmm. it's a you know, so I haven't really sorted that out. I'm thinking of like maybe taking like a ratchet type mechanism, like on a ratchet top and just moving it down and laying it like horizontal. And then you would have the same type of concept with an arm, but there would be, there would be room for a, a clutch, clutch cable. Truck. So 
in concept is great. And I've had a lot of guys hit me up and I'm like, okay, well, it's not just the lid. Yeah. Okay, the lid's like, I take 30 pieces and make it like five, you know? And so really consolidate that, but there's nowhere to throw a clutch cable. Yeah. And I mean, the arm's smacking the shit. So it's like, all right, well, back to the drawing board, you know? Unless you have a hydraulic kick cover or you have one of the other ball and ramp type kick covers or you just have an automatic clutch or whatever the fuck case is, you just can't run it over You put an automatic clutch in there, huh? Yeah, yeah, that bike doesn't have any levers or, or pedals mm-hmm. anywhere. It's got an electric brake. So there's a throttle and a push button. <laughs> Keeps it clean, man. I don't like clutter. <laughs> an electric brake? Yeah, it's a half trailer brake thing me and Dalton come up with. It's, oh, wow. It's got one uh, drum brake shoe off a of Sportster in there. And that's got a 47-tooth fucking drum on the back of that. I put another 48. 47's as small as you can fucking get on one of those brake drums that we were talking about because the chain is like... On the it drums? Wraps, it's yeah. on the drum. Yeah. That fuck, man. That's I run 48 tooth gearing on my pan head. Like right now, I've got a two-flange rear hub on it. And the fucking bike will run down the road 80 comfy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, yeah. I'm running 24, 49 right now just because yeah. I didn't have a 48. Yeah. Imagine being a 2351. <laughs> no. It just sucks. It's stock 30s, archaic fucking technology, you know. I that, was running 2551. For a while, I was running 2549. That some bitch moves. I had a 2646 on mine one time, and everybody fucking take off. And they're cool. They're a fucking mile up the road. They're a mile ahead of me, but boy, when I get her fucking. On cam and fucking high gear, rolling by him like a world's fastest Indian at the beach yeah. type of shit. Fucking boil yeah. past them. Geared for when the I was running flat. the twenty five forty six, that was when I realized that, you know, it was like, oh, you know, I put this bike together. I there's no, I don't need to be going that fast. You know, yeah. <laughs> this is a, I'm relying on my mechanical ability. I hate having to downshift a fucking Harley on a hill. No matter what the fucking case, you know, my my, uh, my bagger is an overdrive bike, and I've always hated the overdrive. So it's all this time and fucking money into this twin cam that's just rowdy, so that I don't have to downshift. You pull any fucking hill in overdrive. It's death on clutches, but why the fuck are you downshifting? You got thirty fucking something pounds of fucking flywheels in motion. What the fuck am I downshifting for, man? It's a gearing mess, you know. And so once you get it. Once you get the math sorted, it's pretty, it's pretty relieving. Yeah, I don't worry about math. <laughs> we're better at math than we are at math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, fucking awesome. Fuck. What's well, so you had a name for the part that you were gonna call it pure? Is that pure, too? yeah, it's like pure chopper. You know, that's I put it in a lot of hashtags and stuff. And the name of the gold bike is pure nastiness, but it's like a Arlen Ash tribute bike. So I got with Corey Ness, and like I'm not like crowding some infringement right or something, because all of his bikes had like simpleness or Nesterosa. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the word yeah, Ness yeah. was in the name of virtually all of his bikes. So I'm like, I just want to call it pure nasty Ness. And he was all freaking down, and the parts that came off it were from the private stock. And I mean, it was a neat, it was a neat thing. He was really behind the tribute aspect of that bike, and I think, well, we'll do pure, you know. Just pure choppers. A, it's a fucking four-letter word that hasn't been taken. Vintage Technologies is like 900 letters. And yeah, so and you got to be good at spelling. You know? Yeah, my, 
<laughs> it takes me 10 minutes to type our email address to someone, Thank you know. You. So pure, it's a lot faster, you know. Yeah, so yeah. when we actually start doing a, a parts line, we, we've got space in the new shop to set up light manufacturing manufacturing the yeah, stuff you fuck know yeah you do we're gonna get with some other people to actually stamp the drums because we've been just you buy a v-twin drum and then you buy another sh shitty v-twin sprocket and you're gonna be cutting the shit out of everything anyway and you take it to its core i mean is there any other place to get repop drums paco paco makes drums yeah, yeah. paco makes complete assemblies and shit too and they actually stamped the drum for the gold bike because that that sprocket lineup with the way I narrowed that hub and everything, and the swing arm and the whole fucking frame getting narrowed, changed that whole sprocket lineup. So to take a regular sprocket, and then I'd have to machine that lip completely absent, you know? Mm -hmm. And they sent me one within, without any of that shit. So it's like, they sent me the center lug, and they sent me just the stamp drum. So it was nice that I was able to, it was a clean slate type of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that we're going to Virginia City Roundup, I'm hoping to talk with some of those guys, because they make their freaking sprocket rings. If it's a process with a bigger tool that just does it in one fucking step, don't, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come Count on. Count me the fuck in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, we can make something work here, you know? So I'm hoping to talk with them a little bit about actually getting... Do they not offer well, a smaller two setup? No, 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 no. The, the math ain't there unless you weld it. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, well, then I can't change it. Yeah. I mean, I got brake drums that have been on fucking bikes for 60 fucking years. And yeah. Both the sprocket and the drum are hanging out. And by the time one wears out, the other one's not fucking healthy. Yeah. So you just replace the whole fucking assembly, you know? And I think for you the money. You know who else could help you is fucking uh, Pat. Let's let. Oh, yeah? Because he's cutting his own now. His own drums? His own or, sprockets, oh, sprockets yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, we're doing the bike for Paul Tuttle, and he's going to make all the sprockets for that. Oh, you're building a bike for Tuttle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Big Paul wanted a chopper. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. Way. How's he dealing with that dude? He's chill. Yeah? He's chill. I mean, you know, TV fucking does TV shit to people, but oh, whatever, yeah. you know. No, he's got a... He had a neat idea for a molded chopper for a customer, wanted... 70s fucking long bike it was all bondo rocket basically you know yeah and uh he, he hit bondo me up <laughs> he hit me he hit me up and i sent him some renderings and some quotes and he just fell in love with the pictures and it's like fuck it i want this for my collection and that was pretty neat so now you're not even building it for his customer no nah, no he's, he's building him something else <laughs> That's like, well, that's awesome. pretty flattering when a bike builder calls you up to build it, build him a bike. Yeah, know? it is. I mean, it's going to be kind of wild. He's, because uh, he's already in with Burt Baker and s and and all this shit, you know, and so he's uh, he's sending me the drivetrain, and it's going to be an electric star with all the vintage type Baker, five and four with a kicker, and a big generator shovel head. And, Damn. Uh, yeah, we got, we got Pat's going to actually build the, we're going to do the Challenger. The, the oh, Challenger the Invaders, you know, yeah. So, uh, just, those are the staggered fucking Invaders, you know. But Paul wanted brakes front and rear, and he's got his own OCC brake calipers that, of course, I'm going to have to morph and, and put lipstick on and all this shit. But Shoot we'll get all it. the OCC uh, stuff off. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get it. <laughs> we'll get it pretty cool. I'm going to have fucking Randy fucking paint the sun bitch. Oh, shit. Uh, if we play our cards right, we might be trying to get him down here for the born free that they have here. Oh yeah. So we get Paul here to 
unveil and unveil. get his bike. Oh, he's got to have a big ceremony. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, they yeah. got a stage right there. I can see yeah. it already. So if we can do that to help pump the show, I mean, we're... We're fucking born free advocates, dude. You, you've been to where we're at. There's no choppers. There's no scene. There's no nothing yeah. until we get company, you know? Mm-hmm. So to get out and, I mean, do what we're doing like this fucking weekend, dude, it's all about you got to go and do shit. Does he, does he still have a show? No, he's, uh, well, they, he bought a big bar in Florida next to a, some big major fucking dealership. I think they're kind of going for that, like, uh, uh, what was it Bruce Rossmayer or whatever had oh, Rossmeyer, you know yeah. a destination Daytona that that was a big fucking deal for years and years. Still is, dude. Well, I mean, I think that they're trying to go for another one of those type of things. So it's yeah. a dealership with an OCC bar and like a trying to get a thing. But he's uh, no, he's been dealing with all of that shit. And the show, I mean, is kind of it was hot. Well, it was hot, and then like now it's. See, I thought somebody I thought they were doing bit, the know? show again because they had that guy, that kid. Josh. Had, yeah, Josh was yeah. doing something with him. Well, Josh is uh, not there anymore. He's oh, in he's a not? new. He's at a new gig. Uh, we're gonna see him at Fuel Cleveland. You know, with the bullshit. Fuck, you bit. guys are going to Fuel too? Oh yeah. Damn. We at Mama tried. You guys are out on tour. Yeah, yeah, we got we got Fuel Cleveland, and we got Mama tried. Then we have the Cycle Showcase St. Louis in February. We're going to frickin' really try for Daytona, but that's literally the polar opposite from the Earth is us. Yeah. So that one might not happen, but then we got Born Free again in June. And then uh, there's another one in July. Where the fucking. Uh, what's that? JP Oh, yeah. JP's going to run to Raton. Yeah. You guys are going to show up for Run to Raton? Yeah, he's doing a little builder thing in his shop, and he was telling us he's kind of got it all engineered up to. Because it's gotten big enough to where it's not just right out of his place anymore. From no, it's fucking huge, yeah. Yeah, and so he's trying to centralize his own thing there, and it's got a little chalkboard with some builders, and so we we had him pencil us in on that. And then, uh, shit, uh, August, we got Sturgis again, and then... Always got Sturgis. Always got Sturgis. We fucking skipped two fucking Sturgises in a row, man. Why? Because we're fucking born free was going to be the next weekend. Why? And they canceled it. It's like, dude. oh, fuck. We're just Last year was we're just finishing it. so good we're at just Sturgis, finishing it. dude. This year was fucking good, too. I don't like having a deadline show two weeks from a party like Sturgis because it takes me like, last time I went to Sturgis, I got fucking MRSA and fucking <laughs> spent fucking night in the Billings Hospital. Well, how's it, how's it you stay in those Christian campgrounds? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was fucking, <laughs> more dirt than you would expect. <laughs> the, the Lord was not happy that I was fucking... Pulled up in his shed. Oh, man. he fucking struck down, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I mean, I, and I took my wife on that one. Normally we go for like two or three days. We'll hit Rat's Hole, hit a couple other shows, party, catch a concert, and go the fuck home, you know? Well, we went, we were like there a day fucking early and milked it out to the day after. And so it was like a full seven or eight fucking days. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, in a tent with the wife and the bugs. And I mean, it was, we were burnt. We so were, I think I'm going to do we were cooked pretty good. A, sh- a party. I don't know if it's going to be a show or exactly what's going to happen. We're going to do a fucking party at uh, the Bulldog, the, the campground that I stay at. Yeah. Okay. It's a fucking sweet spot. Stage. It's a lot. You know, it ain't the Buffalo chip. It's fucking way cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude cooks meals every single day. The guy that owns a place, he's got a fucking shop where we can work on our bikes. He's got all these different smokers set up. He cooks a different special of food every day. Nice. It's a fucking cool spot. And then it's a big fucking sweet campground. That's on the end where the chip is and shit? So when you leave the chip, 
that dirt road, if you, instead of going the back way into Sturgis, you take that dirt road all the way to the highway, and then you go over the highway, and it's right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we're gonna do we're gonna do so I don't know exactly. I mean, I may. I mean, I want to do a fucking chopper show because that's, you know. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some actual chopper shows going on at Sturgis instead of thirty-six inch fucking beggar shows. <laughs> I mean, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm gonna do it with Brobeck, the Choppers Magazine. Let me see. So, what's funny is I was talking to him about doing something. He was like, "Dude, I got this spot. We both know the same guy at the same campground." I was like, "Yeah, that's exactly where we're fucking doing it." And Bull that's your neighbor creek. that bought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's like cool. his old buddy that you know lives there. You know, his partners with him. Uh, it's a cool spot, dude. And they've been treating me so good the past few years. I want to do something, you know, to bring some people out. And what's really bitching is that you can take dirt roads out of that place and hit the fucking trail system with the Black Hills. Yeah. So I'm probably going to get my buddy Patrick from JP to do like a put together a ride. So like one day we'll do a dirt road ride through the Black Hills, come back there. Now, I haven't cleared this with anybody, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to set up a fucking drag strip too. Dirt, do dirt, dirt drags. drags out there. Yes. Which would be fucking right. And it's right on the highway, and he's got this big, like, pile of dirt. I'm thinking I'm going to build a jump. Maybe we'll do a fucking chopper jump. Like, <laughs> just full on party where people are going home on stretchers. What I've never been to is something with the huge trike, tractor pull, Harley trikes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got big fucking nitro. Drag, oh, I know. You know. I've seen them. Yeah. And then uh, they drag a the, wheel. The one wheelers. Fucking. Yeah, the one wheelers that just don't even have a fucking fork. You lay on the skid behind the fucking thing. And have you ever seen them? The one wheelers. Yeah, dude. It's like you, imagine a sports road, just no front end on it at all. And then behind the back wheel is like this flat fucking skid. And there's like a big guard over the tire. It's a big knobby fucking tire, and all the controls. I mean, don't, you don't steer or nothing. It's just a. A fucking mash, yeah. And they're fucking... That sounds like some Montana they're shit. They're tractor okay. pull. No, this is all this Midwest shit. We don't do shit like that up there. Rolling <laughs> tiller drags. You guys got too much oxygen down here. They're <laughs> <laughs> too thin for us to think of that shit. No, they're rowdy. That, uh, they're at all these fucking... Uh, I guess maybe it's an older fucking... Yeah, no, I've seen them. I just haven't seen them recently. They did They did the tractor stuff at uh, the Red Lens. Remember that? Uh, yeah, but I didn't fucking see them. I was so drunk at the Red Lens, dude. But that was, I think it was two years ago when they did that, or three years ago. One of the first couple years they did it over there by the racetrack. I kept riding my blue bike around all the bars at Loretta Lens. Yeah. Because it doesn't run, right? Yeah. And so I get all fucking lift up, and <laughs> I'd ride it 200 yards to the next fucking bar. I'd sit there long enough to forget that I had another scooter parked somewhere else and then wandering around all shithouse. And at one point, we were walking back to the golf cart to go home because I was fucking staggered and drunk. And I walked past a bar with a fucking blue bike parked out in front of it. <laughs> and the stage, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Now I got to get this back down the hill through the fucking... Oh, dude, I got fucked up in Loretta Lynn's this year. That was a good time, dude. It was a good time. You had the prime camping fucking spot, oh, though. Oh, dude, I got that spot sealed up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I w- talking about that truck I ran into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the morning we were going for a ride. I'm like, fuck, I feel like I got hit by a truck. And you're like, 
I did get hit by a truck. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you win. <laughs> Dude, I hurt so bad that morning. Like, I was fucking hurting bad. Like, everything, every muscle, every joint felt like I got hit by a truck. Well, then we're waiting for Michael. That takes a minute or two. So yeah. I'm sitting there just dying, like, kill me now, man. It's, do me a favor. And we were supposed to be going on some cruise. And uh, that was taken for fucking ever, you know. And then uh, we got on it after a while, and then you guys m marched down some gravel road. Yep. And I would, my hangover was starting to go into fucking DEFCON overdrive, and I stopped with uh, Missy from Cycle Source. Mm hmm. And she's like, I, I ain't fucking doing that. And I'm sitting there staring on this gravel road as you guys are just Whoa, throwing roost and headed off. I'm like, yeah, fuck, I ain't, I ain't fucking doing this either. So I think that road is so badass. So we dude. turned around, and then, uh, yeah, me and Missy fucking ripped back to the, the event place, the venue, and and that was one of the best fucking peel. Like, uh, dude, Tennessee fucking hill country. That's a, a great perfect fucking area. day. There's you and one other scooter, and it's fucking we, we tore it fucking up going back to the Loretta Lynn's, dude. It was fun, and she was. You can't find away. Like, a bad road over there. No, it was so nice. That Even the like fucking dirt and gravel roads were smooth as fuck. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah, I hated to leave that fucking party, but after I turned around and fucking was just stag, essentially, all the way home, I was fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Man, that's the shit right there. That's what I kind of want to get out and more just fucking recreational, just fucking motorcycling, you know? You get so fucking busy, you don't get to ride anymore. That's the problem with the shop. I've gone the complete opposite direction. You ride so much. I just built else. one chopper and just ride it. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I got a project I'm working on with a friend, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build. I've been. He's got an idea of what he wants, and I've started molding my idea of what he needs. And now I gotta, now I gotta talk to old Randall and be like, I think. Think, I think I know what you want. Like, I think, you know, you you know what you want or you think you know what you want until you ride the sketchy chopper. You know, like, oh, fuck, you know. I want to build him something that he can fucking pound some miles on that fits him. You know, he's a big dude. Uh, you know, he's just tall. He's just a fucking, I mean, he looks like a football player. Hell, he was. He is a football player. But I think we're going to do something cool this winter. I've had a, a frame and a front end and some wheels over uh, Bill Dodge's place. Sent it to him right before he got in that accident, so there was no, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, that's, that situation's been stagnant as he's been trying to rehab back to fucking shape. But he's been getting after it recently, you know, so. That's good. It's good to see that he fucking was coming out of that. It was a gnarly wreck. Boogered him up for a bit, huh? Dude, he fucking died twice. Yeah. He told me, I think, to, today or tomorrow is like his one-year anniversary from dying. Like, literally died, <laughs> flatlined, and then came back. You get a whole new lease on life when that shit happened, man. Yeah. Start looking at shit different, you know? He's got one now. He's got some things happening, too, some, some changes coming up. So well, he cool. didn't need it. It's a fucking about one of the happiest fucking dudes I think I've ever met. Yeah. This whole industry is just pumped, you know, all the time. Yeah, he's stoked. Well, we're we're going to be working on a a touring line, and so it's like choppers, but long, comfy ass fucking seats, 
the right tires, the right gearing, the right motor, the right shit. A touring so, line. Yeah. A this chopper is, touring line? Yeah, man. This is where it came from. Nobody yeah. gave a fuck about baggers no. until they saw these guys on 30 overs fucking raging through the desert. Easy. You know? <laughs> lay, lay back and fucking pound miles, you know? We've got a whole fucking bunch of different fucking irons in the fire for... We've got uh, a series of bikes called the Four Horsemen. So we're going to do the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse and all the color and shit and with the right paint to match everything so that they're a series. And then if we can get those bikes sold to different fucking corners of the fucking earth, like in 30 fucking years, it'll be a cool thing to like... Bring them back together? Bring them back together, you know... You gotta like build the bikes and then fucking haul them to everything so that they're all pumped. You know, if you find one guy to buy them all, I mean, great. But I mean, this is reality we're talking about. Yeah. So if we, well, it'd be cooler to see them separate. Yeah, yeah. Get you know, get them here, get them there, and then yeah, reunion type of shit. It's all legacy shit, man. You want to? I want someone to find that fucking red bike in one of those little tin lawnmower sheds, fucking forty years from now, just sitting there. You want it to be stored in a lawnmower shed? Yeah, man, I'll be, I'll be so fucking bad, nobody's going to care. I won't give a shit. Like, you that's God, shit. I want to see what kind of lawnmower is in there. Right? <laughs> when guys find these fucking barn finds like that, man, it's like, all of a sudden there's a history behind it, you know? There's a, there's a paper trail to it, you know? I think for your red bike to end up in a fucking lawnmower shed, you're going to have to find that lawnmower shed and stick it in there Yeah, yourself. I'm going to have to do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a lawnmower shed. Yeah, all right. <laughs> they give us enough money, we don't care where the fuck right, they stick yeah, that yeah. thing. It's the only one of the Vintage Technologies bikes that Chuck doesn't own yet. Oh, damn. <laughs> it might end up in a lawnmower yeah, shed. Might. <laughs> he, might. he might just buy a lawnmower shed just for it. <laughs> to hide I heard him it. Say to hide it, it from Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, let's go ride some bikes, dude. Fuck yeah. You guys want to do that? Fucking little East Texas tour? Let me get out of my pajamas. Yeah, me too. I got I got Crocs on, you know. I got flip-flops on. I didn't put shoes on yet. I covered them in dog shit last night, so. I hope it wasn't your dog. It's the only dog I've seen around here. I mean, how big was the shit? Uh, it was dog shit sized. <laughs> <laughs> my dogs take pretty big shit. <laughs> yeah, right, well. I got a size ten and a half covered in dog shit. Yeah, well, maybe so. <laughs> Thank you, fellas. Hey, absolutely, boss. Damn, boys. Yeah, so that was like before the weekend started, and dude, it got fucking hectic after that. We went on a ride that morning, lost the boys. Fucking Chuck just burned up the wiring on his chopper. Uh, I think a wire was hanging on the rear head, and it got hot. Grounded out, zapped everything. Anyways, they brought that some bitch back, put it inside the blues house, and rewired it. And he was back running like within an hour or two, which is fucking rad. And uh, dude, I spent some time on the track. Dude, this fucking Yellow Rose Canyon is sick. You need to come out November thirteenth to get to, to to experience it yourself. There's no way I can communicate through this medium how fucking badass the place is, dude. It's like fields of green. A racetrack, a fucking giant stage. The cabins are sick. Camping sick. Dude, the riding out in East Texas is so good. So, just kickers, November 13th. See you there. (laughs) 